0: Good morning, coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm your host, Teresa Watkins. It is a beautiful day. We got some rain yesterday. I'll talk about the weather in just a minute. But I have to say good morning to our producers, Lizzie and Mar. Good morning, guys. It's so nice to see you across the window there.
1: Good morning. Good morning.
0: How are you? How was your week, Lizzie? It was good. Can't complain. That's good. You never complain. You're always great. Mar, how was yours? Uh, my week was pretty busy, but no complaints here at all. <laughs> That's great. That's wonderful. Well, did you get some rain last night? Lake County, I know, had
1: a really we, good amount. The last couple of nights, we have, I'm not complaining, but we literally have gotten dumped on, which I don't mind. Yeah. We no, need it.
0: We do need it and everything, but it didn't rain in Orlando right where we were. Yeah. I got about 10 minutes of rain. That's it. Yeah. yeah not enough. But we're going to get more this week, so that's a good thing. Uh, the, we actually, um, we've been hitting 90s for the last month or so, and so it's been, it's been hot. But officially this week is the first week we're supposed to hit 90. So I guess summer is here. And also, two hurricane season starts on Wednesday. So for new Floridians, that means that you need to make sure that you are prepared for storms. Because once the storm is on its way and it says that, you know, got, we're going to get hit within uh, two to three days, four days, then you're not going to be able to find anything on the shelves.
1: And that's because of all the new Floridians we get.
0: Old Floridians, we already have all the stuff on the shelf.
1: That's right. We, stop, <laughs> we start stockpiling around March.
0: <laughs> and so, but it's better to be prepared before the storms even, you know, appear rather than when they develop and they're on their way. So starting off our season, we've already possibly have, a, a storm in the Pacific, which could cross uh, the uh, the um, tropical uh, tropic area and become Hurricane Agatha. So from there, uh, you know, it's just going to possibly develop and go into the Gulf of Mexico. So uh, you know, it's just it's just wonderful. It's just a great weekend, Memorial Day weekend, to go ahead and get stocked up for hurricanes. Memorial Day weekend also is the time that we remember our family and friends and our history reminding us of all the men and women who have sacrificed their lives uh, for our safety and our freedoms here in the United States. So I just want to you know, tell everyone that uh, you know, it's, we always say Happy Memorial Day, but this is a time to reflect on how many souls have died. This it, is true. Uh, because of our freedoms and to, and to save this country. So uh, I just want to say we're, we're, we're blessed for all those heroes. Uh, Last week, we had Adam Levine on, and he is the vice president of the Bonsai Society of Florida and the editor of the Florida Bonsai Magazine. He invited everyone to the 2022 Bonsai Society of Florida Convention at the Florida Hotel and Conference Center, which is going to be today. It started yesterday, but it's going to be today and tomorrow. I am going to go and enjoy them because I always love to see the bonsai displays at uh, Epcot. In the Japanese pavilion, they're gorgeous, aren't they? They're just tremendous. And the uh, same, they get all their displays. Epcot gets all their displays from the Bonsai Society of Florida as on loan, and so you'll be able to get to see those up close and personal and learn how to bonsai garden today. Uh, so it's a wonderful way to spend Saturday indoors in air conditioning, and you can find the Florida Hotel and Conference Center where it's going to be held at. At 1500 Sand Lake Road in Orlando, it's at the Florida Mall, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be there today. I'm going to go, and it's always a great time for me to take photographs. I'm going to learn a little bit more about bonsai. I think I'm going to try it this year. There you go. So just get get a a, you know a really um, uh, just get a little bit talk to the experts, and Adam will be there as long as as well as all of the uh, Bonsai Society. Members, it is a good chance or uh, a good time if you want to go ahead and enjoy it, uh, you know, and, and learn a new uh, gardening hobby. So, uh, last week on Better Lawns and Gardens, we had a lot of great calls. We've been getting wonderful calls and a lot of text messages, wonderful text messages that, uh, you know, sometimes I don't get to, Lizzie. And so, yes, t- so, so I usually try and, and follow up on them. But I want to, you know, it's a good reminder that if you do have a gardening question or just want to say good morning that you're out there and you're listening, uh, then uh, go ahead and uh, pop in that garden uh, text message. And then also, too, you can give us a call this morning. I'm going to be taking garden calls this morning uh, as we're not going to have a guest. I'm just going to spend all of my attention on you. There you go. And so we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I am working my way way up to in two and a half weeks, I'm going to the Brandywine Valley, okay, which is American's garden capital. And we, I'm taking a group of about 35 people to visit some palatial estates, uh, some uh, Chanticleer, Winterthur, and Longwood. And we're going to walk through these big, beautiful estates, looking at all of their garden designs. I'm also going to get to go to the oldest and largest flower show in the United States, which is the Philadelphia Flower Show. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'm getting really excited about that. You should. I'm going to be gone that weekend. So uh, Tom McCubbin is going to uh, be here. And so uh, I know you'll enjoy that. And I know Tom and Joni will enjoy that too as well. Definitely. Definitely. Super excited. So if you'd like to give us a gardening question, you can call in to Lizzie and Mar. Uh, Mar will be answering your questions or answering the phones. one 455 2967 Or you can text me at 23680. Uh, it's a wonderful uh, time this morning. It's a uh, Uh, just it's just a great weekend I love answering gardening questions
1: and so we can do that so uh, Mar you're ready Lizzie are you ready I am ready let's get this going let's get to break and let's get back so we can answer questions there you go I'm Teresa Watkins if it's Saturday morning you're listening to Better Lawns and
0: Gardens and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network
3: When was the last time you had a truly awesome
4: nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, Friendly, expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue DeLand, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com.
5: Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let BCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2022. Call 1-800-961-7639 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-961-7639. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-961-7639.
3: Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance. If you had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? A navigator from Covering Florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family. Visit coveringflorida.org or call 1-877-813-9115 to make an appointment. Assistance is always free and confidential.
4: Living with a body of water right outside your home sounds delightful until these boogers start showing up. Mosquitoes aren't just annoying. They can carry deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. But with Summit Mosquito Dunks, you can have your pond without all the worry. Simply drop a Summit Mosquito Dunk into standing water and kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Mosquito dunks are harmless to people, pets, fish, and wildlife. So it's just that, let's stop hanging around. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com.
2: Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. EasyKnock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give EasyKnock a call right now. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624.
3: 800-382-7624. That's
0: 800-382-7624. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm here with Lizzie Steele and Mar. And you have an opportunity to ask your gardening questions this morning by calling one 888 45 2967 Or you can text 23680. And please let your friends and neighbors and family know all about us if they have gardening questions. If they're new to Florida, we would love to hear from them. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, betterlawns.com. And also my Facebook page is Teresa Watkins FL. So each year on Memorial Day, a national moment uh, of remembrance takes place at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And this is to commemorate the uh, end of the Civil War, and all of the lives lost, which was more than any other conflict before in U.S. history, it required the first establishment of national cemeteries. Isn't that sad? That's We had so many lost lives yes. that they had to, to create national cemeteries. And so by the late 1860s, Americans in various towns had begun holding springtime tributes, where they decorated the cemeteries and the graves with flowers and were able to hold ceremonies. And so records show that one of the earliest Memorial Day commemorations was organized by a group of formerly enslaved people in Charleston, South Carolina, less than the month after the Confederacy surrendered in 1865. The Memorial Day was called Decoration Day. And so the 30th of May, 1868, was designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who had died in defense of their country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, hamlet, churchyard in the land. And that was um, proclaimed by General John Logan. And he was the leader of the Organization for the Northern Civil War Veterans. So uh, on the first Decoration Day, General James Garfield made a speech at Arlington Cemetery and 5,000 participants decorated the graves of the 20,000 Civil War soldiers buried in Arlington. So Memorial Day, as Decoration Day gradually came to be known, originally honored only those lost while fighting in the Civil War. But during World War I, the United States found uh, itself embroiled in another major conflict and the holiday evolved to commemorate American military personnel who died in all of the wars, including World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. And so we do honor them as well. So I said I was going to go back and get to some of the text messages that we did not get to answer last week. So the first one is, I have a mango tree that is about four years old The few, the fruit, few, how did? Few fruit, how's that? (laughs) That's a a tongue twister. (laughs) I need more tea. Uh, Turn yellow and fall off. What should I do to avoid this? Well, that's a great question because when you see yellowing leaves, you start to panic and think something is wrong. And yellowing leaves is a sign of chlorosis, and chlorosis has many different, uh, you know, uh, uh, reasons for it happening. And so um, mangoes, they're not supposed to drop their leaves. They're a tropical evergreen plant. So there is an issue going on. And so I don't know what it looks like. So you're going to have to help me. But here are some of the reasons. The issue could be a seasonal temperature drop, which means in the wintertime. It doesn't like cold temperatures. Mangoes are tropical. So, when the temperatures dip below 50 degrees, you're going to see some leaves drop. That's how the tree reacts to stress. Or it could be disease issues like anthracnose or powdery mildew, uh, some kind of fungal disease. So, before the leaf drop, did you, um, another reason could be, did you fertilize it? Okay, if you put too much fertilizer down, or full strength liquid fertilizer down, that could could be an issue and it could cause the leaves to drop. Also, overwatering or underwatering could cause the fruit to drop. And that's why you need consistency. So I can't tell you exactly what the problem is because I need to look at it or see photographs. So my best advice is to give it consistency and best management practices. You want to make sure it's planted in a good location and that it has full air circulation. So between houses is not a good choice or underneath trees is not a good place for it. Okay, so somewhere where the, the, the air is still and doesn't, you know, flow, that's going to create issues. Uh, next, you want to be consistent with water and fertilizing. Okay, so you don't want to skip like go two or three weeks without watering or you don't want to overwater. I've been seeing a lot of um, people who are watering every day for short periods. So my the knowledge is that you water longer, less often. Okay, so it's better to water once a week for a longer period, maybe 20 to 30 minutes, 45 minutes, uh, so that you put down an inch of water and you calibrate the system to do that. Then um, then watering shorter periods and not getting down to the deeper roots, okay? So you want to be sure you're consistent with water and fertilizer. Not too much, not too little. Remember, fruit trees need to be watered when the temperatures start to hit 80 degrees, which is in the springtime here, and there's no rainfall. Then you fertilize according to the label. More is not better. If you have photographs, that's the best thing. You can send it to me at betterlawns.com. Or you can uh, send them to me at my email address, and I'll
1: say this slowly, Teresa.Watkins at live.com. Do not text. Our texting system does not allow us to see pictures. So don't text us pictures, please, because I feel so bad. Last week, people were texting you pictures left and right. We're like, we can't see them. So please email any pictures to Teresa. Right. And if I don't get to it today or during
0: the show, then I definitely will get to it, uh, you know, off the air. If you send me an email, I can always send you an email back um, or we'll handle it you know, the following week. So that is, you know, just the best thing to do. Uh, Nancy in Cocoa Beach. Uh, how can I encourage my orchid to bloom? Since the flowers fell off, it's just been stuck. I watered about two ounces one time a week. And again, I don't know if that's going to be enough, Nancy. So, you know, you want to make sure that it's either getting rainfall or making sure the roots are nice and green and, and lush and supple. You don't want dried uh, roots that are brown and crackling off. So orchid varieties are different as far as what kind of uh, fertilizer and care they need, what kind of sunlight they need. So uh, you want to make sure that uh, if you are in the springtime, the temperatures go up to, you know, 80, 90 degrees. That 20 degree temperature change either in the springtime or in the winter will um, cause it to bloom. And then you want to make sure you're fertilizing on a regular basis too, as well. Just the roots. You don't need to fertilize the leaves. And then also too, if you want to email me, I can and tell me what kind of orchid it is. Then I can uh, help you a little bit better with how to keep it blooming. All right. So that will that will help out tremendously. Okay. Um, also too, go to our Facebook page and you can like our page, give us a five star rating. Uh, Lizzie, Mara, and I would be so grateful. That helps our sponsors. It helps, uh, you know, everyone gets more people looking at the page. This is true. And and then if you send me photographs of your garden, I will post them. You know, Beverly and Mike and uh, Gary, they all send great photographs, and I love to share. So that will be a good thing. So um, let's see. People are calling in apologizing for sending in their photos. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to apologize. Also, too, I just have to let you know that after when the show ends, we go
1: home. And so. (laughs) Oh, oh, we go home. Is there a mouse in your pocket? Because I think Lizzie stays here six days a week. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I go home.
0: And uh, so I don't see your text messages during the week. This is true. And so, again, you know, email is the best way. So Jeannie and Palm Bay, thank you so much. And uh, so that, that'll be great. Uh, so she has a text question here. I think we got enough time to answer it. I have an avocado tree that grew split into two trees. I'd like to take down one of the sides. Could you tell by the base which would be the side to take down? So she is going to email me the photographs because she said she texted them. Uh, I love when our listeners listen. And so that'll be great. And I will let you know, Jeannie, what side, or Jean doesn't have the I in it, and let you know what side to take down. That's always a good question. And, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: I have a question. Sure. So now that we seem to be rolling into the rainy season, Mm -hmm. What if we're getting too much water on our garden and plants? I mean, now, how do we prevent that because you know too much water versus not enough water is you know it could be you just as win. bad
0: yeah, no it's, it's it can cause the issue too uh, if you have an irrigation system, you want to make sure that your automatic rain shutoff device, which is mandatory by law and it shuts down your system when we've had enough rain, you want to make sure that that rain shutoff device is working. You don't want to be watering. And also getting the rainfall. That's going to help. Also, too, at the beginning of the week, look at the rainfall that's coming. And we can literally see the rain coming from Texas and from, you know, South Carolina, True. Georgia, and coming through. Or from the tropics with these, you know, the depressions and things. So you want to look at the beginning of the week to see, okay, on. I'm supposed to water on Monday, but we're going to get rain on Wednesday. I'm not going to water on Monday. There you go. Okay. Also, too. Just turn off your automatic uh, irrigation systems. Turn them off for the summer, and okay. and and that will help out. Other than that, it's rainy here in Florida. And All right,
1: <laughs> I, you know that's yeah, you know so just, just that's that's a good idea because I hate whenever I'm driving down the road and I know it does happen, but then you see people's stuff on and they're and you know it happens, but you know
0: it does happen, and that's where we get our diseases.
1: Also, a really good point for that that I
0: want to tell everybody is you want to make sure that you are watering. Or morning, like after 5 to 6 a.m. Okay. You don't want your plants or your landscape being wet longer than five hours. Okay. Okay, and that's going to help you with the disease issues. So we're going to take a break right now. And uh, it's the perfect time to call or text your gardening questions. We have Jack and Alice on uh, that we're going to be talking to. But this is your time to call. one 455 2967 Or you can text at... Two, three, six, eight, zero. We love our callers and we love our texters. So you can do that and I will get right to you. Uh, I'm Teresa Watkins and it's um, coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Another wonderful sponsor, maker of Mosquito Bits and Dunks. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
6: The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type one or type two diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day,
3: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.
2: If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify
3: call us med now to learn more 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 that's 800-513-1652
2: life can be full of risks
3: That's 800-398-0651. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save
2: big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can not publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere.
3: That's 802-341-4542.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author, and I am here to answer your gardening questions. Let's go to Jack in Daytona Beach. Good morning, Jack. How are you? We had a blizzard over here yesterday. Did you? About,
7: I'm from Massachusetts. I'm new down here. But anyhow, we got like an inch and a tenth of rain in no time. And the wind blew like the devil. And uh, we had a orchid in a pot. It's a 10-inch pot. And it blew it off and knocked it on the ground. Uh-huh. And the root pound... Do I get a bigger pot for that thing, or do I leave it in the same pot?
0: Well, I, is it in a pot, or is it in a basket? So it's in no. a container. Is it a hanging basket?
7: No, it's in a pot.
0: It's in a pot, so it blew over, and it's root-bound. We'll see. Um, so orchids do not need to have uh, soil. They're epiphytes. And okay. so the roots coming out of the pot or you know crammed in the pot isn't necessarily a bad thing. But just because it, it did the, the pot break...
7: No, no. It was in a plastic pot. There's about 15, 18 flowers on the thing.
0: Okay, so I would wait until after the flowers are finished blooming and then repot yeah. it. Then, okay. And right. do you, do you know what type of orchid it is?
7: No, I don't. Okay, I have no idea. Okay, okay.
0: It that. A gift. It, oh, well, that's wonderful. What a nice gift. And so I have to tell you, welcome to Florida. Uh, my husband's from Massachusetts, and he d- he wanted to get away. So during college. He came down here, and he's the only one of his family down here. And uh, he has never, um, you know, he, he could not take the snow anymore.
7: Well, I, that's right. Up there, the reason why I'm down here, I slipped on the ice, broke my wrist, and tore my rotator cup. And I said, I'll never fall again.
0: There you go. Well, we hope not. So that's good. So if you will find out what kind <laughs> of orchid you have, then I okay. can ha- I can help you a little bit better. That You right. can even take a picture of it and send it to me or send it to betterlawns.com. Go on the website, and you can send it yep. that way. Or you can text it, or not text it, but you can um, send it an email to Watkins at live.com, Jack.
7: You know, another thing, I started peppers and tomatoes and seeds. And I'll tell you, I got six-foot tomatoes down here. I'm eating tomatoes. Unbelievable. And peppers peppers love it over your
0: beachside. They do. They do. And so let me just tell you, since you're new to, to Florida, that tomatoes, uh, uh, do you have cherry tomatoes or regular-sized tomatoes? I'm both. I have,
7: okay. Types. I even got some heated tomato seeds from uh, that I like to heat. There are Arizona seeds. Uh-huh. So it's a new adventure okay growing tomatoes
0: so so let me just tell you that um i don't want to tell you tomato season growing is over but tomatoes do not germinate when the temperatures are over 85 degrees here in florida okay Okay. so you want to start your seeds if you haven't planted them yet start your seeds
7: these these tomatoes are six feet tall
0: okay and so uh, do you have flowers on it I'm eating tomatoes. No, no, I know you're eating them because the tomato season's yes, in the spring. Yes, they okay. Have flowers. So let me know if they germinate for you and you get tomatoes, okay? Because that would be interesting, and I'd like to know that variety then if they do. But usually we okay. plant tomatoes here in the August, September, and then again in February, March, and then that That's way. Yes,
7: get- I did. I put them out in February.
0: Good for you. Good for you. That's great. Well, t- Tony loves tomatoes too. He loves his tomato sandwiches with mayonnaise. So. That's good. So uh, we're glad you're here, Jack. Thank you so much.
7: You're welcome. All right.
0: Thank you for calling and listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And so uh, this is a text message. Uh, Let's see. Um, It's from Central Florida. Good morning, Teresa. I found out recently that I have moles in my backyard. Is there anything I can do to get rid of them? Okay. So, I kind of want to know why you want to get rid of them. Moles are beneficial, really, because when you have moles, they're either eating the grubs in your lawn, okay, in your yard. You have grubs, so they're finding a food source. They don't eat plants. They only eat insects and earthworms and things like that. So either you have some kind of pest in your yard, in the soil, or you have really good earthworms and you have really great soil and they they are finding something to eat. So you can, um, you know, wait it out and they will get rid of the, the molds for you. You can put a grubicide down and get rid of their food source and they will go away too as well. But they aerate the soil, they get rid of your pests, and so we don't really, really recommend getting rid of them.
4: Do, um, do you think she means a gopher,
0: maybe not a mole? If it's eating her plants, it may be a gopher, not a mole. Um, yeah, but she didn't say it was eating her plants. Okay. She just said, no. So gopher, there's no creatures that eat plants that are in the ground. Oh, really? Okay, so it's always insects and earthworms. Okay. Um, now, I take, well, snails and slugs, they're on top of the ground that eat plants. But below the ground, like gophers and voles and moles, those kind of little critters, they don't eat plants.
1: Okay.
6: That's that's new information. Yeah, I this. know. <laughs> you
1: see, you always learn something on better lawns and gardens. <laughs> you should see, guys, the looks of shock on their faces.
0: It was because I'm sitting there looking at Mara. I'm like, what?
1: Okay, <laughs> all right. She
0: so, know. Okay. And so usually you'll find grubs in sandy soils. Uh, and you know, you want to take care of those. Follow the label on the on the grub uh, to get rid of them and uh, just keep, you know, just keep watching your yards. I recommend that you walk your yards on a regular basis, and then that way you can catch a problem before it becomes a major problem. You can give us a call this morning. It's all about you. one 455 2967 or you can uh, text us at 23680. Gay in Tallahassee had a really good question last week, and I wanted to get to it, so I'm getting to it today. She said she can't get rid of the black spot in her roses. And gay, I understand so much. I understand it completely. So, here's some advice about how to grow roses without getting black spot. Okay? You want to select, very first thing you do, is select roses that are disease resistant. Okay? And we have a lot of varieties of that. We have antique and heirloom roses, drift roses, carpet roses, Florabunda roses. And so look for those, you know, like Sentimental and David Austin roses. They are disease-resistant drift and also carpet roses, too, as well. Full sun. You want to make sure you have full sun. Good air circulation. Space your roses three feet apart. Water only the roots, not the leaves. Water in the morning, so leaves dry off. Have a clean garden. You want to pick up all the leaf debris, diseased leaves and so throw them away, and then you can use a systemic, like, bio-advanced disease control for your roses, flowers, and shrubs, and that will give it uh, the necessary strength and health to keep away the disease issues, okay? I so enjoy hearing your stories and seeing your photographs, so send them to me, and I will share with everyone on our Facebook page. You can send them through betterlawns.com, so Give us a call, 1-888-455-2967, or you can text at 23680. I'm Teresa Watkins.
4: Bicyclists and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks, and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
2: Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. At so many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one, and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies.
4: Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Hey, Bill, how's it going? I'm fine, Bob. I just wish I were ready for mosquito season. Well, that's why I bought Summit Mosquito Dunks. Summit Mosquito Dunks? Yep, yeah, they kill the mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite. How about that? Well, I guess I'm off to the store. Help protect yourself and your family from diseases caused by mosquitoes with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Available at garden centers, hardware stores, and online at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com.
3: 800 432 3916. 432 3916. 432 3916. That's eight hundred four three two 432 3916.
5: How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. If you missed any of our Better Lawns and Gardens show, you can go to our website, betterlawns.com, or you can see all the topics I discuss on audioboom.com and you can subscribe free of charge. It'll get immediately downloaded and you can listen anytime you want 24 7. So let's go to Tony in Tallahassee. Good morning, Tony. How can I help you?
8: Hey, good morning. Uh, Just a quick question. Wanted to see if you could maybe take a step back to Gardening uh, Lawn Care 101 for some of us people. Okay. And uh, I'm in North Florida, and uh, want to get your opinion on how to restart the lawn with uh, the correct fertilizers.
0: Okay, that sounds like a very smart idea. And so the correct fertilizers um, also means doing it at the correct time of the year. And yeah. so when you want to do that, Especially um, in the last few years, we have a fertilizer ban, which starts in most counties. I would say 80% of Florida has a fertilizer ban starting on June 1st. Okay. And so you always want to fertilize when it's the growing period, but we all... We have the heat, we have the rain, and so fertilizing, especially when we over-fertilize, causes issues in our lakes and water bodies. So the city, so we don't fertilize during the summertime. The recommendation is to use a 15015 in September, at the end of September, first part of October, and then again in March and April. Okay. Okay. You want to use and, a slow release fertilizer. Okay. okay. And that's when we fertilize. Okay. Okay. And 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 one last question. Sure. The uh, the cabbage
8: the cabbage patch grass. That's uh, uh. What would you recommend for something like that?
0: Cabbage patch grass. I know, You're...
8: it's 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 like a cabbage patch in the middle of the yard. I've got a big two and a half acre uh, yard in North Tallahassee. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. Trying to figure out a way to remove them. We've been actually going out in the yard and removing them by digging them out.
0: Okay, so you're asking about an herbicide, a weed killer.
8: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something for something like
0: Okay, that. so here's the hard part again during summertime, and when temperatures are time over time. 85 degrees herbicides are okay. really not effective at getting rid okay. of weeds it will it will damage your grass more than it will damage the weeds okay so uh-huh. again that okay. time of the year uh, the end of September first part of October and then again in um, you can even go to March April uh, for the herbicides and doing using a pre, uh, a pre-emergent uh, at that time too is also recommended
8: OK. OK. Well, thank you so much. I love the show and uh, appreciate all the insight.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for calling, Tony. Uh, we're glad you're out there. All right. So let's go to, uh, let's see, Alice. Good morning, Alice. How can I help you? Good morning. Good
9: morning. Well, I, I've got to thank you for your show, too, and for this program, the the whole WMMB that we hear you on, because they played uh, Ronald Reagan's wonderful speech for Memorial Day this morning, and it was it was just great. Uh, and I don't think other radio stations do things like that, so it was nice to hear. But um, the the reason I'm calling is is how to keep my neighbor's torpedo grass from coming into my new sod that I just put because she never pulls up weeds or anything. And yesterday I spent all day actually pulling up her weeds on her side because it was already going into my grass. Uh, And um, so... Uh, short of I did put a little weed killer down I will say but I don't want to do that too much because she might object but I have been using some um, some sawdust from a cut down oak tree and I wondered about sawdust would that keep weeds down?
0: Okay so Alice so really you want to make sure your new sawd how how new is
9: it? Well, it's uh, new enough to grow uh, very tall. I I sent you a picture this morning of it. But, oh, did you? Okay. Uh, I've already mowed it once, but I don't want to mow it too often. Uh, in fact, I even worried about when I mowed it the first time. But uh, it is way too long now. It needs mowing again.
0: Okay. So, so it's, it's, better, been... it's better to mow it so that you just take off a little bit at a time, Rather than taking off a lot when it gets too tall. Oh, really? Okay, yes. okay. I got it as high as it can go on the mower. Okay, that's good. That's a, that's a that's a perfect place for it. You want? Uh, so I don't know what kind of. Do you know what kind of grass you have?
9: Yeah, Bermuda. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, 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 what's the other one? Uh, Saint Augustine. St. Augustine, that's okay. what it is.
0: Okay, yeah. so St. Augustine, you want to keep that three to four inches high. And so you, when it gets that tall, so that's going to be about once a week during the summertime. And you have your blades at the highest, which is the appropriate site for it. And yeah. then if I'm thinking the best way to do it is because you don't want to put down herbicides when your lawn is trying to get established because you could damage no. your, your grass.
9: Right. i would no. create I'm thinking of the herbicides on my neighbor's. Yeah, be be very careful about that, Alice. I don't know well, if you know, should be doing I mean, that. I it's just along, along the edge. I right. thought I would just uh, pour a little, you know, um, roundup on it. No, oh, oh, Alice, you're dangerous. You <laughs> that, uh, I mean that's the way to, to end the the re- roundup? is going to kill your grass and the uh, oh, neighbor's right? grass. Oh golly! Because I just did that yesterday. I, I did it. I, I will admit it. I, I okay. I so before you prayed. do
0: anything else, Alice, I need you to call well,
9: me on the show, okay? And I will talk you down. I okay? thought about it yesterday. I thought, okay, I should be waiting until I talk to you, but I went ahead and did it. <laughs> I know you panicked. Okay, so so we don't want to, yeah. So we don't want to use
0: yeah. herbicide as an edger. Okay, I don't want you to do that. So here's my best advice, Alice. Okay, I want you to take this mm-hmm. to heart. I want yes. you to create a one to two foot uh, mulched area on the outside of your grass, okay? And then that way you can herbicide that area and keep the torpedo grass from coming over, hopefully. I don't know if you can because it uses runners and those runners go underneath the grass as well. So, oh, really? yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, so I would just develop a really friendly relationship with your neighbor. And yeah, and, and not not easy. Nobody, nobody likes her. Uh, she, she, does, <laughs> she OK. OK. Um, so but don't don't be putting down herbicide next to your new grass. OK, uh, that's oh, that, OK. Just just hang oh. on and you can edge it. You can take an edger and edge it. Make sure that those runners do not come across to your yard.
9: Well, it's edged already because the, you know, the the sod is a lot lo- higher than the the grass next to it. No, I no, mean, I
0: understand that. What I'm saying though is you want to keep that up, okay, Alice? Yeah. So, so okay. I'm glad you're listening, and you know, call back again. Thank you so okay. much. Let's go to Dave in Melbourne. Good morning, Dave. How can I help you?
8: Hey, Teresa. Good morning. Thanks for being there. Hey, I bought a uh, marsh grapefruit tree uh, last year, and I put it in the ground in August. It's about a six foot tree. And since that time, I'd say it's probably lost about half of its leaves and it, it flowered great, you know, in February, whatever, uh-huh. it had a lot of, had a lot of little, you know, flowers and, and buds and, and like the little grapefruit started to come out, but I've actually lost, I'd say more than like 75% of the fruit that was on the tree. So now I have about maybe twenty twenty 20 small grapefruit there. I'm just wondering uh, what I'm doing wrong or if this this is how they actually behave.
0: Well, 20, young, 20, 20 grapefruits is a pretty good amount for okay. a new young tree. So usually you don't get you know, a lot of fruit um, production until the tree is established, which could take four to five years. So oh, I think okay. you did really good. And it will drop what it cannot handle. So as long as it's getting water and as long as you are fertilizing on a consistent basis, then the, what you get is what you get. And it will get more and more as it gets older. Okay. Okay. No,
8: I'm I'm doing about a half a cup of citrus fertilizer, like every six weeks. Is that what, um, right?
0: It may be. I go by the caliper size. You want to put down about a pound around the outside, and then a pound per caliper inch, as it gets bigger, up to about five pounds every three to four months. But that five pounds okay. is when it's like twenty to thirty years old. Oh,
8: okay. So we're run, run that on one more time.
0: Okay. You want to For, put down a pound per caliper inch. Ca- now that's around that sp- the base of the uh,
8: base of the trunk. Not at the base calipers. of the trunk.
0: You want to spread it out on the outside, underneath the canopy. No, I mean,
8: the, you say caliper ends. You mean of the, the trunk?
0: Yes, um, I oh. would say probably up about. Um, I would say probably a foot high. Measure it there.
8: A foot high. Okay. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. And okay. I've got you.
0: All right, Dave, call back if you have another question. We're going to go to a hard break right now.
8: No problem. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. And so uh, do you live in a small space apartment studio flat and don't Have room to grow flowers and edibles? Well, you can. Because if you live in the city with no yard and garden, you're in luck. Joining us in the next hour is garden experts Kathy Jentz and Teresa Spite, authors of the Urban Garden 101 Ways to Grow, 101 Ways to Grow Food and Beauty in the City. They're amazing gardeners, and you're going to want this book in your garden library. So that will be uh, wonderful. If you'd like to give us um, a call, one 888 2967 or you can text at 23680. We're getting a lot of great questions. Carol and Tallahassee, I will get to you, and we'll talk about vegetables growing. And we're going to get some really great ideas on this best-selling book. From Summit Responsible Solutions Studio and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com, I'm Teresa Watkins it's Saturday morning. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
8: There's a problem if you drink and drive a boat. (laughs) It never just affects you. Boating under the influence is illegal and dangerous. Save lives by staying sober. Learn more about Florida's boating laws at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the FWC Division of Law Enforcement.
2: Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it.
3: 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651.